FIFA fans around the world. We're recording this on Sunday, April 3rd. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome to your weekly hit of the Foot Fix. Tyler, to kick things off, what are you drinking? All right, Andrew. Today, I have a Bend Brewing Company Tropic Pines IPA, so local beer. Uh, Very tasty. How about yourself? Nice. I am classing this shit up. I don't think I've ever drank this in the pod. I'm drinking a Vesper Martini. So it has two ounces of gin, half an ounce of vodka, and a quarter ounce of Lillet Blanc, which is a kind of liqueur, French liqueur. So cheers. cheers. Yeah. Cheers, man. And I'm drinking it in a martini glass even like that's how fancy I feel like I want to be today. Wow. So cheers. Super, super classy. Uh, Andrew, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't start things off with a little bit of the real world uh, football happenings uh, since we last recorded the USA. Juventus won- lost. Juventus <laughs> yes, lost. That's Juventus what happened. Lost. Yeah. Wah, we'll wah, get in that wah. in a second. We'll get in that in a second. Uh, but yes, Sorry, USA, USA qualified uh, by losing to Costa Rica on Wednesday night, uh, but only by two goals, not the six that were that were required. Uh, and then the, the draw happened. Uh, so we have England, USA, Iran, and then some kind of wacky playoff between Wales, Scotland, and Ukraine uh, rounding out the group. Well, it's, not, it's not that wacky. It's just the Ukraine game got delayed because, you know, shit is going down with the Ukrainians. So, um, that, so that's it. So it's an interesting list. It's like we could play all of the UK or we can play Ukraine. And I think everyone is rooting for Ukraine. Uh, sorry if you're fans of Wales or Scotland, but obviously kind of the karma means everyone is rooting for Ukraine. I think it's a good draw, not a great draw. Like I think there's obviously if you get in, if you get in the bracket with the hosts, then that's a nicer draw. England is very good. Iran, like uh, Triple G mentioned it in his press conference, like don't sleep on Iran just because you guys don't watch them play. Like they're very, very, very good. And if you play FIFA, you obviously know that they have a lot of good, um, good players, maybe not the best players in the world or stuff, but that's a good team. They have several very good players. And then, you know, whoever comes out of Europe is always going to be a good, a good team. So that's, you know, just, it's an interesting draw. I I feel confident that the U S can advance, which is what we really care about. And it's going to be fun. And I also like that all the games are actually at times we can watch despite being on the other side of the world. They're mostly, I think they're all at two o'clock except for one of them. Yeah. That's not bad. So, yeah, we'll take it. Uh, do have to wait till November, but when it's here, I feel like, you know, it'll be holiday season. It'll actually be really fun when it is here. Yeah. I was about to say, I actually, I hate the fact it's in Qatar uh, for all the reasons everyone else says, right? It's they use slave labor and all kinds of horrible practices and almost certainly laundered money to get the bids and, you know, bribe people out the wazoo and all that stuff. That's horrible. But I really like the fact this is going to be over Thanksgiving as opposed to the summer where it's like well, here it's going to be super cold and like, I don't want to go outside and do stuff and all that, you know, it's like going to be a lot of holiday time too. And so it's like just watching football the whole time is going to be pretty cool as opposed to in the summer when I want to be doing other stuff or traveling or things like that. Yep. So um, I like that aspect of it. Yeah. Anyways, it is, we can move on. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, the exciting thing that we had in the week of foot uh, not really a promo week per se. This is more of like an SBC week where they're going to do all of the, the showdowns. And so this is where they like match up two of the featured two players from two featured teams um, that are facing up against each other. 
And if they draw, each of the two players gets a plus one. If one of the teams wins, that player gets a plus two and the other one just stays as released. And they kick things off on Friday or Saturday and Weston McKinney, the card I've been waiting for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, finally came out, really wanted him to uh, kind of round out my Team USA squad, but also put him into my Serie A squad. He looks incredible. Uh, I basically completed the SBC immediately. His stats are outrageous. The huge, huge drawback, of course, is he's three-star, three-star. Um, and, you know, having a three-star weak foot player at this stage of the game is certainly not ideal. Uh, but overall, I've used him, and I think he's great. I love him, but I definitely did run into some instances where some some of my opponents would, like, force me, force me down the left side, and it's like, oh, like, I would love to cross here, but I'm afraid to because he's going to kick it with his left foot, and who knows where it's going to go. Uh, so that is definitely a negative. But outside of that, I'm still super happy because – He's one of America's best players, uh, one of my favorite players, and uh, he actually fits into my squad. So uh, A-plus for me, even though they lost today against Enter in a really bizarre 1-0 game where Chalangu from Enter got a penalty, Chesney saved it, but then Juventus kicked it into the goal as an own goal, but then the ref basically blew a whistle and called the whole thing off. What I thought was going to be a foul on Chalangalu. Uh, but then they called encroachment from Juventus. All this is to say, re-kick, scored the goal, and heartbreaking loss for Juventus and Weston McKinney fans out there. Yeah, very disappointed in that. I don't have um, Paramount Plus, which is what it airs on in the U.S., or maybe it's on BN Sports. One of those two things that I don't have, and I did not subscribe to it to watch this game, so I was just kind of following on the you know, ESPN tracker. Yeah, very disappointing loss, but Otherwise, man, that card, even without the plus two, this card is one of the better cards in the game. I also basically immediately completed him. No question. Uh, he was relatively cheap, too. I mean, like, it's it's unfortunate that the SBC is already done before um, we're recording because we would have told everyone to go out and do it. It's just such a good value. It was such a good value for a player at this stage of the game. And I would have completed him if he was five times as much cost just because of – I, I like to build an American squad every time. And I think you do too. I think you've been building an American squad the last couple of years too, just because it's just fun for us to have one by, by the summertime, just like to dick around with that type of team. And I can only imagine with the world cup coming up, they're probably going to do some type of promo. I guess it's maybe not this year, but probably yeah, who knows in the summer, they'll probably get bored and do some like promos and stuff. And like having Americans will be fun. And this Western card just is elite. I unfortunately don't have any Serie A players like on my team at all. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Obviously when team of the season is around, I'll probably be able to pick up a Quadrado or someone else who's awesome. But at this point, I, he would only be a bench player for me. And so I haven't even used him yet because I'm not, I'm not playing um, competitive FIFA right now. So that's the, uh, that's where I'm at, but yeah. I, I love this card so much. I'm so happy they gave him, and then I can't really remember if you said the, about him or not, but this is showdown week. So anything else to say to Wes about Weston before we get into the rest of the showdowns? Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I just, it's, you know, this is interesting, right? Like there's no promo really. So this is like a fake promo because there's no cards in packs. So they're doing like, do you open any packs? Like it's kind of hard to decide what to do here. I don't know. I don't, how do you feel? Let me, let me back up. So I got a little off track here, so maybe we'll cut this probably going to leave it in. Cause that's what we do. 
how do you feel about this like fake promo that we have? Yeah, I think it's, I think the SBC idea of these showdown cards is great. I love it when they're in the game. I don't think they're really worthy of being their own independent promo. Uh, I think it's like, you know, people are at this stage of the game kind of only looking for like one or two pieces for their squad. And it seems very unlikely to me that EA is just going to pick like, you know, the, the players and then value it appropriately in the SBC cost that a bunch of people are going to want to go and actually complete it. So I think it's kind of like a negative on the, the actual week because again, like I just don't really trust EA to, to price these things accordingly. Like I do think Brozovic and uh, McKinney were reasonably priced. You know, we got the free Tiago Mendez and there's some other player that's in objectives. I forget. Uh, today they dropped a very cheap uh, English championship, Carvalho versus Tev- Tevenir. And yeah. then, then there's also the right back, uh, Aurier versus Pavard. I'm probably missing a player or two in there overall, but I, it's like none of these players actually really interest me. And it feels like the people who are going to get excited about this are either content creators who are going to go make a video out of like anyone that comes out uh, or people who are like running theme teams and like just want to like have fun. And like, that's cool. But like after a week, you're kind of going to be bored of, of the card and looking for something else. So I don't think it's worth enough to stand on its own as a entire week's promo, I guess is kind of how I feel at the end. How would you feel if these cards were in packs? And so like foot fantasy or anything else they just got a plus two if they won or a plus one but you weren't completing svcs and like giving away value and stuff they were just in packs and available for you i think it'd be way more interesting i think you know like i mentioned like people that are interested in like kind of theme squad or like the one piece that they're looking to add to their their puzzle weston mckinney actually was that for me and the fact that i got him like i am excited about it uh, but the fact that it came out so early in the week, it kind of leaves me like not interested in the rest of the week of, of what's actually happening. And had he been in packs, like maybe I would have never gotten him and maybe my luck wouldn't have turned out that way. So, you know, pluses and minuses of, of each way. I think on the whole, it's a little bit more fun when these specials are in packs uh, because right now it kind of just encourages people to just play a waiting game. And so I would pretty much encourage everyone to just save all their packs unless there's an SBC that comes out that like you absolutely feel like you have to do and you don't have the cards to get it done. Well, I mean, it's not like they wouldn't have had SBCs with this as well, right? They could, like every other promo, they'd have cards and packs and promo cards. I agree with you on McKinney. He's awesome. I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting cards in here. Richarlson and Weghurst look like pretty awesome cards. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention those. Yeah. They're 300k, well, partly because they're like 300k cards, so they're really good. But you almost have to like the EA is pricing in the the upgrades. I think for me, another repeat problem is why in the showdown thing are you using? Why is a Bayern player and an Inter player and a Juve player and a, a Olympic Lyon player like why are in? Barca, like these teams don't need more promo players. And in a showdown like this, it'd be so cool to get Southampton played Leeds yesterday. Whoa. Like it's not an exciting game, obviously, right? It's not like a bottom of the table team versus a mid table team. It's not cool, but like 
you certainly could have had a James Ward Prowse versus a Danny Ings or, or not Danny Ings. Danny Ings is not Danny Ings is on Villa. Uh, whoever good on whoever's fun on Leeds. Um, you know, p- pick whoever you like. But Tyler's shaking his head at me. He didn't care about Leeds. No, you were just like, dying to get a James Ward Prowse ninety pace player. Like I, would be super. He'd be one of the best. He would be one of the best midfielders in the game if they give him pace. But. And then he'd be super linkable to that Maduke card and other cards, his top and near card. So, yes, I am dying to get him. Hopefully I will get a – but just any team, right, like any random teams. Like I love the uh, championship showdown for that. Like I might complete one of these just because they're so cheap. They're like 15, 20K to do. Just, you know, you're obviously always – needing showdown or like you needing EFL championship cards. So that's interesting to me much more so than these top 10 teams in the world cards that always are getting totally SBCs. It's just, I don't know. That's just my one thing. Yeah. I think if they go and do more of the cards, like the championship that are only like, you know, 20 K for 87 rated that might become 89. It's like, that's incredible value. Like that's like a home run just for, you know, future fodder. And if you can just hang on to them forever and do whatever objectives that come out for EFL and then kind of end of the year, like when you're trying to complete, you know, a prime moments hullet, you've just got this, you know, 89 rated card stuck in your club. Like, great. Like, that's incredible. Like, I would love for a a ton of that to come out. And that's a great point, actually. And now I'm going to go complete both of them because I just looked. They are the two cheapest 87s in the game. So 89 they're literally half as much as any 89 rated card right now so that alone is worth it and then they're they look like kind of relatively fun cards so at 87 they're still really good value and obviously both of them have good nations so that's uh is it safe to say we're both underwhelmed by this this week yeah i mean it's it, th- you, I think you made the point is like they could have just thrown this out on top of another promo or a whole promo squad of the same cards and then just done both SBCs and uh, a team in packs. That would have been a much better way to do it. I'm guessing they wanted us to not be spending FIFA points this week because they want to, you know, try to get people to like have that urge for one last time for team of the season as it's coming up. And yeah. You know, they they tend to always do that is take a week or two off before they really want to to push and get people to spend their money. So um I kind of get it, but yeah, agreed, underwhelmed. Yeah, I mean there's a we don't we don't really want to talk about rumors, but this is one that's like something EA announced in the summer, even and yet it's now rumored to be finally happening again, is that the second round of foot heroes or um, you know, the yeah, heroes, foot heroes cards are supposedly going to get another round of cards, and that would make sense if there was a new round of those guys all upgraded in packs or just new cards and you know, a whole new thing. Like a t- Tim Howard, for example, makes a ton of sense for me as the American this time around, or someone like that, yeah, totally. Um, so, and so if that was in packs with this, I think it'd be like, oh, cool, that's like a good double promo we waited way to do some stuff, EA. But the way it is, eh, I don't know. Anyways, we can move on because I think, yeah, we're just both a little underwhelmed. You know, Wes McKinney's incredible. He, I think he's the best card in this. Uh, you know, the two Premier League guy strikers are also very good, but maybe not worth 300K when Team of the Season's around the corner and there's going to be like 30 guys like that uh, for like 15K. So, yeah, totally. Uh, 
I think let's move on. Uh, the only other interesting objective thing that I saw that came out, other than, you know, I think the Tiago Mendes card for some people is probably worth doing, uh, was also the Classic Cup. I think it might have come out today. I don't know if it came out Friday. Yeah, it did. I, I only noticed today. it today. Uh, requires seven wins, and I think you maybe have five days to complete it. But again, capped at three games. Uh, what are your thoughts? We both played it last time around. How do you feel about the re-release? I'm not playing it this time. So the part of the reason is the because of the limited number of games, which I'm now trying to even find where they are. So you only get up to seven wins. Yeah, you can have 15 total games I think you could play. And, but it just the maximum you get is Prime Electrum Players Packs, and then the uh, the other one gives you out a Rare Players Pack. That you know, or the once you get all seven wins, then you get a Rare Players Pack. That's fine. I, I like the fact that it goes really quickly, and I have a very good squad, so maybe I'll play it. But honestly, I'm just not playing FIFA a lot right now, so I'm not super interested in playing this mode. Where, if you remember, I didn't. I didn't love the mode. It felt a little like, I mean, I just don't love playing with these like rare gold players who are kind of shitty, who get their passes intercepted and stuff. And then you play against drop back warriors and it's a sweat fest. And I went, I like had a crazy record. And so I only lost like three or four games in the whole thing to get the max out wins. And I still, it just wasn't that fun. And it, the going quick was great, but also something you have to adjust to and kind of remember like, oh, I need to stop almost immediately in the second half if I'm going to make any subs, things like that. So what about you? Are you, are you doing this? Are you playing this mode? Are you happy it's back? Uh, I'm happy it's back. I am not going to play because they didn't change the requirements at all. Like that, that's what I thought they were going to do is kind of change it up and like, oh, every time it would be something different to do. And just shortening it from 14 wins to seven and making it only five days. Like to me, that's not really changing it. Like I wanted to see different yeah. requirements than gold rares and team of the weeks. And it's like, Oh, I literally just did this exact thing. Like I don't feel like doing the same thing again. Like, and so for me, I'm just going to pass. Yeah. So you guys obviously can't see our zoom, but I just started waving at Tyler once I threw it back to him. Cause I immediately thought of that as well, that if they had done something where it was gold commons or only team of the weeks or only, I don't know. Uh, so they could get creative. You can only use one. The best thing I think would be only use one nation. Yeah, That would be super fun. Um, I would be much more interested in, Oh, Hey, continue to use these same, gold rare squad you have which is kind of like how i feel about silver stars where i only do it when there's a card i want and otherwise i'm just like no thank you which means i come up against these folks who have silly good teams and i have like a mostly silver rare squad with like 75 kim because i'm just trying to use the the few actual silver stars cards i have to um, get them in squad even if they're like fully off kim because now as we've talked about, we're super excited about McKinney. There was an American, uh, Eric Palmer Brown, this week. So we both obviously got him done as quickly as possible. So I was going to ask you about that. Did you get the silver the silver lounge done? You got him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was no question I was going to get done. I have a horrible team. But fortunately, I think the nice thing about Silver Stars is you get to play the whole universe of people. So it feels like Classic Cup and other things like that have some type of ELO with them. But Silver Stars, I guess because you only play so few games, you play whoever you come up against. And those games are relatively easier. People just play weird. Like you play a weird strategy. Those like you're like hyper aggressive or some shit. 
Yeah, I, th- I exactly. think. Yeah. Oh, I, and I just pick those people apart. Like if you're going to come at me with like crazy full press, I am just going to let you run past me, do like just a left stick dribbling turn around you with this like random, I don't know. Who's that man United left mid that I have uh, is the name of Longa, I think oh, someone yeah. like that, right. Who just can actually control the ball. I'm just going to let your guys run past me and then just easily go down yes. a wide open pitch. Cause you're constant pressing. Yeah. See, and so I gonna, enjoy that. I'm just going to quit on you at zero zero. So you're not going to get any fun out of it either. Andrew. <laughs> I, I get a lot of fucking quits. against <laughs> me. It's not, it's not great. Um, uh, but uh, usually, usually fortunately with having a shitty team, people don't quit against me which is actually nice at least i mean i don't i play solar stars so rarely but it was nice so yeah the palmer yeah, i got your palmer ground gone you got yeah, them done too i think I, I had to do it and completed the team usa and because you know getting him and mckinney in the squad i actually had just enough coins this is back on like my main account where i had you know the polisic and dust and reggie cannon I basically had a full USA team. I went out and bought Gio Reyna. And I was like, now that I got this whole squad, I'm going to actually go play weekend league. And so I actually did it. I played with Team USA this yes. weekend. Uh, started off. What'd you do? I started off two and one. Uh, lost, let's see, I won one, lost one, then won the second. And they were like all thrillers. Like it was like, I was still scoring with like relative ease. The thing I'd been very concerned about was I was using that um, Giassi Zardes level 30 from a couple seasons ago as one of my main strikers uh, alongside Gio Reyna. And so Gio Reyna's- This last season, last season, we got him like two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. And it was like, I was, he doesn't look very good. Uh, and then Reyna- Oh, I think he does look, foot. I think he looks interesting. I like the five-star both, weak foot. They were phenomenal. Like it was like, yeah. oh my God, I can score easily. The problem is I can't defend at all. Like it was just oh, yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> Like, Do you have uh, Robins, both Robinsons, so the yeah, inform so, left back and the center back? Exactly. So the team of the week that was out, uh, I can't remember if he's this week or last, but the left he's back. In, is, he's in this team of the week because uh, yeah. he got it for the um, Costa Rica game. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, Not Costa Rica game. Who, the, who do we kick oh, the shit out of? Panama. Yeah. Panama. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we just lost to Costa. Um, yeah, Panama game. Yeah, and had him, had – uh, was it Miles Robinson, center back, um, MLS yeah. squad showdown. And then uh, the the real, real weak link is that I had Zach Steffen's gold card in net. I, I was going to make a suggestion to you. So I am also building up my American squad and I am not going to play an American in goal. I'm going to play my Yashin in goal <laughs> because I'm just like, no, no, I'm not giving up like – like if you're going to play a gimmick squad like this, which I fully support, I have in years past done a Belgium squad, a Japanese squad and an American squad and taken them into weekend league and actually done good. Um, but you cannot have a shitty keeper. I think that is the one area where you can just not have, you cannot have a gimmick like gold common or silver card or something, you know, like all the Americans are Stefan 77, Turner 75, Hamid is 74. Like you can't take any of those into weekend league against freaking Croif and Eusebio and R9 that everyone's using. You just everyone, can't do it. You're going to get crushed. Player of the month Mbappe over and over oh, and sure. over yeah. and over again. And I also started the weekend league with Legit, uh, who I think was also in the MLS squad builders thing, uh, 85 rated center mid. And he is so fucking bad. And Mbappe just bounces off of him and then runs into Robinson as a center back, bounces off of him. And then Stefan maybe 
makes a save for every 10 goals he allows. And so it was like, this is just tragic. And so it's really, really hard to defend. And so I would basically have to win games by only allowing like three shots a game, but I would take 20 plus. And so on the whole, uh, as you can imagine, that didn't work out super, super great. Uh, so I was, I started off two and one dropped to, I think five and eight. And that's when I like hit the rank that I was really after, uh, the squad battles rewards came out and I only had like a gold pack. Like I had only gotten like 3,500 points in squad battles. So it was like nothing. And I just opened it, even though there's nothing in packs and I got a striker to CF position change, which let me sell for 5k. And I'm like broke on this account. Like I've only had like 15k yeah. and I sold that for five. So I went up to 20 and then I checked and I was like, Oh, I have two more of these in my club. So that got me exactly enough coins to go buy Tyler Adams. And so I could, bench. Yes. I could bench legit for the rest of the game and play Tyler Adams. And he was so much better. Like that was huge, huge upgrade. Uh, and then what did I do? I was went from five and eight to like seven and 11. And then I lost the next game and I really felt like I should have won. And it was just like, uh, I think I'm just done. So I just gave away the last couple. You have to get to nine wins now to get to the next rank. So from five to nine is like a pretty big jump. And I just, I ran out of steam. Uh, I kind of like the team. It's like fun but it is super, super difficult. And oh, the other change I made, I benched Stefan after like six games because he was awful and put in Matt Turner. And they're both like the same rating and Turner has like all face card stats worse than Stefan other than I think positioning. And he was infinitely better. Like he makes like double the amount of saves as just Stefan. Just like in real life. Just, just like in real, like life. In real I'm, life. I'm a Matt. I'm a Matt Turner stan. Uh, I think he should be our goalie in the World Cup. So that's good to hear. Uh, I I think Matt Turner's uh, probably has some secret. Like maybe his what you know whatever. Anyways, we don't need to talk about this more. No one gives a shit about like talking about our like. Hopefully, if you're listening this long, you care about our teams and everything. But I'm I'm glad you took a gimmick squad into weekend league because that is fun always to do, especially this stage of the year when there's nothing else to do and kind of proving um exactly it's like what yeah, the hell just how silly the game is so well great that, that's all i gotta say about fifa where, where do we go from here andrew i i, I don't have much to say about fifa because i'm fine i'm pretty bored right now like waiting on team of the season i'm i played a i played like a couple of rivals games this week and I, just because i like my team um oh that's what we should talk just an update on my team is I did all those like silly, you know, the 85 times three packs and all that stuff. And I got Jonathan Bamba. So he is actually a perfect player for me in a three, four, one, two, because he has the high, high work rates. So I am very excited about that. He is very good. So I actually jumped back into rivals just to, because I got him. So I played him and Jonathan David as my two wingers and they are perfect for me. And so that allowed me to drop Neymar to the bench, which is probably blasphemy to a lot of people, but the way I play Bamba is 10,000 10, times better than Neymar for me with those high, high work rates and just better stats. So I'm hopeful that he gets some wins and some goals and stuff. He only has like one goal this year, which sucks. And I obviously found that out by looking it up, um, which I guess we probably all should have known given that last year he had like 300 upgrades and this year he has none. So he only has special cards from EA, like just dropping these type of promos, but that was fun. Um, 
that's it. I mean, just I'm kind of bored with FIFA. I'm just waiting for Tots. I'm gonna get my icon swaps done slowly. But the thing I'm waiting for, and in two and a half hours is coming out full release, is MLB The Show is here, which is a game I love and I'm very excited about. And I think I heard a rumor from a little birdie that you're also going to play it this year. That is correct, Andrew. I actually decided to spring the extra $15 and buy the early release of MLB The Show uh, just like late last night. And so I have actually already started playing a little bit. Uh, after I finished Weekend League with Team USA, I kind of just felt like with FIFA, like, I don't really know where I'm going to go from here. Like, I've already done the theme team squad. I've already got, like, a team that I really like on two different accounts. And I think I've just kind of hit a wall. I was like, you know what? I think I might just take a break. And so I've kind of committed for myself for over the next two weekends um, to, like, not play FIFA, not play Weekend League. And instead, just play some other games. And then I may come back for the weekend of like April 23rd, maybe play that weekend. And then I leave and I'm on a three-week trip to Portugal where I won't be playing anything. And so I'm going to drastically- you will You will be doing the Team of the Season guaranteed pulls because those are fun regardless. When you're abroad, they're even more fun because you're not playing the game. So it's just like, it's just a panini. It's just yeah. packing cards. So that's even more fun. So exactly. that'll be exciting for you. Yeah. And so, but what I'm kind of curious about is like taking the next couple of weeks off of FIFA is like when I get to that third weekend, when like, would I rather keep playing MLB or would I rather go back and play FIFA? And maybe it's like, oh, I want to do a little bit of both. But I feel like that's a much healthier perspective to have. But I think I need to get out of this just like checking and playing FIFA, you know, almost every day of the week. And this feels like a good way to kind of transition myself out of it. So I'm 100% with you on that that not playing fifa full-time is good right it's like kind of ideal i think one problem with the game and the way mlb is set up too is you are rewarded for focusing on that game that the best rewards are for if you fully play your ass off in that game i think now fifa maybe you can squeak by if you focus only on the weekend and playing fifa where you can play during the week you could just get your four wins and playoffs. You can, you can do that pretty quickly. Um, I, I think now it's relatively easy to get to four wins. You can do it pretty quickly. And if you want to like not grind out rivals and squad battles and stuff, you can kind of do that, you know, so you can mostly focus your week doing other things and then weekend league, you know, just three days and you just play, you know, as much as you want, as little as you want, getting, getting to um, 11 wins or wherever we play out to it. It's, can be a grind. It's not that hard. And you can just quit at seven wins or nine wins or go two and 18 and you still get great rewards. So that's a fun way to do it. So I'm with you. I think I'm obviously going to focus more on MLB. I think for the next few weeks, um, I think going back and forth is more fun. It's just for me, we've talked about like FIFA, like is very dependent on the connection. So what I do is when MLB is out and having fun and stuff is if I have a good FIFA connection, then I'll keep playing. Like if I'm having fun, I'll keep playing FIFA. And, you know, I kind of usually start out playing FIFA most days. And if, but if I have one bad game of like my first game of rivals or playoffs or whatever, is just shit. I was like, no, like connections, bad, whatever. I don't want to play or people are assholes or whatever it is. I'm just like, no, okay. I'm going to play MLB, which is a fun game. And as a, like, if you guys have not played MLB, it has a lot of flaws. Like there are a lot of gameplay flaws, 
But to me, the biggest difference between that is it is their neutral flaws as opposed to FIFA, which seems intentionally geared to reward bad players. Um, so just think about like the way pass assistance works and like just how fucking stupid the offensive AI is and like your player passes and stuff where half of your ground passes, which are supposed to be at the feet, go, you know, the through balls and like your players are just have wide open space in a perfect lane and like run out of the way. That stuff doesn't happen in MLB. There's no like, you know, magic through balls shit going on. Like, so it's mostly to me a meritocracy that there are glitches galore in the game. Last year's game had a ton of glitches. It was very difficult and stuff at times and people got frustrated, but to me it was, uh, it was just a more entertaining way or it's just a more fun rewarding game to me. If you get good. Um, that's, I don't know what, what, what's, I think a number of people, at least in our discord play MLB. So what else you want to talk about? Cause last year was my first year playing it in probably a decade because it finally came to Xbox. So what else you want to talk about? Because I think this is a huge week for MLB, just like FIFA, the very first week is like the biggest week to kind of get started, get your coins building up. And in MLB, we call them stubs. Well, what do you want to talk about? We got time. Let's talk about it. Yeah, well, I think it's safe to say if anyone here has made it this far in the pod, we are probably not going to talk about FIFA anymore. And so it is only going to be about MLB. And feel free to stop listening. That's totally fine. Uh, but if you want to keep hearing this conversation around MLB, we're going to keep it going. Uh, so basically, for- this is what basically this is what Tyler and I would talk about when we hit stop. We're just going to keep record going. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Darth Nacho and maybe two other people might be interested in this. And so what Wesley plays. There's a few other people who play. Yeah. So uh, I think as I think about my entry into MLB, I think what actually helps is. Like I have not followed baseball for about a decade. And so there are still some players in the league that like I know I'm a a Cardinals fan. Like I used to live in St. Louis when I was a kid. And uh, like last time I cared about MLB, like Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina were like the stars of the St. Louis Cardinals. And lo and behold, like both of them (laughs) are back in, you know, well, Yadier's never left, but Albert, uh, apparently is now back on like a minimum two and a half million dollar contract, which is insane because he used to earn like 12 oh. times that, like insane money. But fun Pujols thing, just like in real life in the in MLB, he destroys lefties. So he is for draft, which MLB draft is so much fun. I love it. It's the game number one game mode I play. Um he was an elite player last year because he was a silver card, which you get various numbers of like gold, silvers, diamonds and stuff in the drafts. He was a silver card, but versus lefties, he was basically a diamond card. So he was just elite. So you could platoon him and, or you, you know, use them either as a starter and only start them against lefties and you sub them out immediately against the righty or bring him off the bench only to face a lefty. He was fucking monster. Like he had like, a, I forgot. Like it was like 96 contact and hundred power against lefties, which is incredible. Just dominant. <laughs> MLB ratings go to 125, but right now it's just where he's awesome actually against lefties. So it was very cool. And his speed is negative, like a hundred, like he can't run for anything, <laughs> but he's, I love pools and like they've done him really good justice. And so he's gonna be fun. He's going to be fun for your Cardinals this year too. Yeah. That's awesome. And so I think, it makes it easy to like enter a game, like knowing nothing where it's like, Oh, I can kind of think about just doing like 
theme team type of thing where it's like I'm totally a noob at this game and so I don't yeah. necessarily have to like go and build the most meta squad and get the most meta pitchers and hitters and whatever because I don't know anything anyway and it makes it like when you're in that spot the easy thing to do is just like oh I'm just going to go for highest rating and I know from like FIFA and Madden playing that that's like not the right thing to do but no, in of- MLB, it mostly is actually <laughs> like you're probably safest going for the highest rated cards. I mean, they get to you get to 99 rated cards very quickly. So tons of 99 rated cards. So you figure out who you like best. But going for the best rated cards is actually probably the way to go. It's like a good rule of thumb. Um, I, I'm cutting you off here just to like give a couple other and no, very important cool. things. And so for think- pitchers, oh, well, just for pitchers specifically, if you're selecting pitchers, sinkers, cutters sliders are the pitches you want guys who if if you're going to play online which is probably what you want to eventually do guys who just throw fastballs and change-ups or fastballs and curveballs they're easy as shit to hit like i didn't get that like last year i was a noob too and was like learning all this stuff i was like a curveball is a great pitch what are you talking about no no no. like craig kimbrell last year just do two a four seam fastball a two seam fastball and a curveball Every just light them up. Like it's just so easy to hit. Like it because just the way the curveball breaks in the game, you can see it instantly out of the hand. So you know which pitch you're getting instantly. Sliders, sinkers, cutters are hard as shit to read, especially when you get to the higher levels where the speeds are just like boom, 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 boom. It is like instant is terrifying to play on World Series mode. It's so goddamn hard. Um, but sinkers, cutters, sliders are the elite pitches. So focus on pitchers who have those. And if you follow people, well, at the end here, I'll give a shout out. I'm going to pull up my list of the YouTube people I follow on my MLB list and I'll give a shout out to all of them because they all help me a lot. Um, but so, all right, sorry, let's get back in. So that, that's my first tip though, is sinkers, sliders, cutters, way to go. Yeah, uh, well, that's all very helpful because it's stuff I obviously don't know. And uh, then I think it's like, I'm going to start playing like some of the offline modes just to get familiar with like the timing of hitting. Yeah. Like I feel like that's like one of the the first things you have to learn and it's i've actually already played uh, a few games through the conquest mode which is kind of cool because it's like risk combined with baseball like all in one game and <laughs> that's just like i mean why not make it be like risk I, like that's cool <laughs> I, I think i've heard they've made it faster this year the biggest problem was last year was it took too long to do it so I like that when I started out too, I was like, oh, conquest mode's awesome. But then you try to actually complete all these maps and it's like, oh, it takes so long to simulate all these things. And there's just new conquest maps that come out all the time. So I actually stopped playing conquest, but it's a good, it's a great place to start. It is probably the best place if you are new to the game to start because it's an offline mode and you can select kind of the, the um, difficulty level that you play at. So I, I think that's the right place to start. Yeah. And so um, I'm starting there and, Honestly, like I'm playing on like rookie, like the easiest yeah. mode and getting timing down on pitching is like actually hard for me. Like I think I'm like yeah. where I'm supposed to be. And I, it's like the tendency to swing at everything is like so huge. You, and it's like really, really hard to lay off pitches, but clearly that's a learned habit. And all right. So there. that's a good, all right. So that's a good tip. Number two is probably the number you're, you are right. That's probably the number one tip for people is how to hit. Pitching is relatively easy. If you know baseball, so pitching's pretty easy. Um, although pitching, no, only tip for that, use pinpoint pitching. I know it's kind of hard to use at first, but the reward is 10 million times better. Like it is not hard to, like if you play FIFA, it can do a 
you if you can do any skill move in this game, literally any skill move, if you can do a ball roll, you can learn pinpoint pitching. So um, learn it because it is so valuable. It is it is hard to go to any other mode after you get off of pinpoint pitching because it's just so much better. Um, so do that. But then hitting, you're right. The, the rookie, um, it, it is hard. So my suggestion is, especially in an offline mode, take pitches, take until you get one strike and just track the ball. Don't just like take it and just like do nothing. Like let your thing down, take it and track the pitch. Try to learn what the pitch is like, try to like read it out of the hand and stuff, but just don't swing. Just know you're not going to swing and just try to make your PCI go to the ball and see if you get better that way. Cause I think you will. Cause then you just see more pitches and that's helpful. The other thing a lot of people suggest is batting practice. I've done it. I find it a little too boring. And like, if I know it's coming, like, I can crank up the speeds and stuff so hard that it's like super hard. So it's like, Oh, I'm not crushing the ball or anything, but I'm also not having fun. Like I'm just like literally trying to learn and I'm not trying to be a pro player at this. So I think conquest, you're right. That's the way to go to learn hitting, but take a, my suggestion number three here is take a pitch. All right. Good. I will start doing that. Thank you. Uh, and, and then once you it. get into drafts and online mode and stuff, people throw lots of balls. Cause like, it is the easiest thing ever when you play draft is like, you know, someone who's not good, you can just throw them curveballs in the dirt and they're just gonna swing at all of them. And you just get free strikeouts basically. And it's, it's kind of not fun, but it's also like, look, I'm like, not, I'm making it very clear. I'm throwing you a ball and you're still swinging. Like that's not my fault. So, yeah, that would um, be me right now for sure. Like, yeah, of course. I, I, I can't it was tell. me too. It still is me sometimes. Like some pitchers are so good. Like DeGrom last year was so good. I You could throw it anywhere. I was swinging at every pitch basically, or I was just going to take, I was intentionally taking. Like there was, right. there's no reading the ball. It's just like <laughs> read and react. Um, once you get to online mode, there's three, there were three basic online modes last year. So we should just talk about them all. But we're going to do, we're just doing MLB primer right now as best I can. The three online modes are events, uh, rank seasons, and draft. Draft is all, I find draft super fun. The it gets ex, you know it's expensive, especially in the early going. But once the game's like midway through, like you have so many. I had so many coins at all times that like it was never expensive to me. Um, I find it fun. They all give different rewards, so you get to kind of play them all. Events are fun because they're like basically the equivalent of friendlies, so you get cool rewards for playing. Uh, you have to use your own team, but and they're always gimmick squads. And so, what you are looking for in classic this time is what what San Diego Sports does all the time. Like this changed up every week or every two weeks. She's like, oh, now you can only use bronzes and switch hitters. Now you can only use veterans. And so that makes it super fun. And then you get very cool, interesting players each time makes it super worth it. Like some of the best players in the entire game last year were out of that event stuff. So that's fun. Um, and it's a good way to learn because there's no repercussions from losing. Right. Yeah. Draft draft. I find fun because the reward, like you, the rewards are just elite. And so if you like, if you get enough coins and stuff that you can kind of recycle your drafts and constantly do them over and over again, you can just kind of quit immediately from your draft and just like search for the best team. There's tips that you can like look, you can YouTube and stuff, how to do drafts, but there's tips of like the type of drafts you should do and stuff. Drafts is super fun. Um, and then rank seasons is the equivalent of rivals and weekend league all rolled up into one. 
it's very easy. It's like, if you're good at this game, it's very easy early on. And then once you get into the higher levels, it's like, holy shit hard. And you're also playing a nine inning game, which all the other games are three inning games. Nine innings is a very long time to play. Very stressful at the very high levels. You're like each person, if you're, if you're good, both guys are getting like 18 to 22 strikeouts per game. And so it's just, it kind of became like a home run simulator. So that becomes a little exhausting but it's super fun. So all of them will be fun. Um, what else you want to talk about there before? I mean, I'm happy to talk about forever. Um, there's all, there's other type of modes and stuff too, but those, those are the main modes that people play and are where the rewards are and stuff. Yeah. I, I actually, I think I was talking uh, to a few people in the discord about my interest in switching over to MLB this year. And a couple of people actually raised some questions that I think you'd actually be in a good sure. position to answer. Uh, so, so both uh, Martin uh, Chop Suey and uh, I think Nowhere FC were like basically saying along the lines of like, hey, I know nothing about baseball, major league teams, oh. major league players, uh, but I'm kind of interested in like trying a game that's different than FIFA. Do you think I could like be good at this game, not knowing anything about MLB players, rules of baseball, et cetera. Like what are your thoughts on someone just entering the game Ugh. from nothing? Um, so you, I think two, two different scenarios. So you, I think would be fine at playing the game, like not knowing the players and stuff. I think not knowing the rules of baseball and kind of the strategy of baseball gives me some concern that it might be pretty hard. Like think about like, think about how playing Madden would be for you too, right? Like, you know, the rules of football. So you would not be like utterly confused about like what to do. If you had a third and seven, you wouldn't try to run the ball up the middle or something. Right. Or like if you had a third and one, you probably wouldn't try to throw a 40 yard pass. Unless it's techno bowl and you have like Bo Jackson and then like, fine, but (laughs) you obviously understand my point, right? Like, so it's like, so there's that type of shit that I would be concerned about. Um, just like the basic mechanics of the game, like, you know, knowing to run to bases or knowing how to steal, knowing about pickoffs and all that stuff. So I guess I have a little concern about that, but like, I guess it's a video game, so you can figure it out. You can figure out most of the rules relatively quickly, or you maybe don't need to know them all to like start playing and then you'll figure it out eventually or not watch enough videos. I I would say to me, the biggest part is, the biggest reason I like MLB is the the meritocracy of it. Like if you're good at the game, you are rewarded for being good at the game. If you do stupid shit, you are punished for doing stupid shit. I think that like, if you throw fastballs down the middle, you're going to give up home runs, even to the computer. Whereas in FIFA, if you do a stupid pass to a marked player, 30, 40, 50% of the time, the ball's still going to go through. It's magically going to like do a little S shaped cycle and like get through. And so you're not punished for being stupid. So that's kind of like good and bad in the sense of like, if you're just starting out, it's going to be hard. It's kind of hard to get over the fact, like you're going to feel like, Oh, I can't hit. I don't know what I'm doing. Even in offline mode, like playing on rookie, I don't know what I'm doing, but I think the reward, once you play, if you stick with it and play, the reward is just great. Like it's actually, it becomes fun once you know what you're doing. And does MLB have a good system I mean, let's call it good, like FIFA, where you have rivals, where let's say you're a new person to the sport of 
of soccer and you're like don't know the rules and you're really shitty at it and you're like stuck in div 10 or div 9 you're very likely to only play other people that are equally yeah. bad as you like does mlb do that kind yes. of grouping it's the exact same exact same yeah so everyone starts out in the bottom uh, when first playing and i actually took a long time to play online mode because i was like one i wasn't playing super competitively and i was like concerned i wouldn't be good enough so i started out in the very bottom division which is the equivalent of division 10 and i was very quickly into like division three because i was getting rage quits in like two innings because the people there clearly had never played the game or they were like I think, and especially in America where it's like a very popular game, I think you get a ton of like seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds playing who just like, even if they know the game, they're they're dumb kids. So like, you're probably going to destroy them. So if you want to play the, I mean, ranked seasons is nine inning game. So that's exhausting to begin with. So you may not want to play that ever anyways, but, but yeah, it it is a ELO type base mode where you're not going to play elite players. Um, and then actually draft and drafting the events are also that way where you go on, like, maybe occasionally you will get matched up with someone who's in their first game of a draft or something, but you will also get matched up with people who have multiple losses and things like that. So, yeah. So the ELO stuff is helpful. Okay, cool. Um, I think, I mean, I'm obviously probably enough, started. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like 30 minutes of gameplay into MLB. <laughs> I think you've given me enough to ponder and think about. So really appreciate that. Uh, any, any closing thoughts for you? Yeah, uh, I just want to, so if you are actually interested in MLB, obviously one, you can hit me up discord, uh, Twitter, whatever, uh, happy to talk to you all day long about it. Clearly I'm showing, I love this game and maybe we're going to end up being an MLB podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, just want to shout out some of the YouTubers who helped me a ton last year. So I think that might help you guys too, as newbies, just looking at my YouTube, um, so Probably a couple of the top guys for gameplay stuff, Scan, S-C-A-N-N, and Cbrev, C-B-R-E-V. I think they're two of the really good guys for building your squads and gameplay. Then I'm just going to list off a ton of other people I follow who I find their content interesting. They do a lot of gameplay. They're good people. Uh, Adam Samuels, Gomes the Legend, Ochev, Light Skin Chris, Fuzzy, your friend Kyle, Sleeveless Gaming, who's the best NHL streamer by far, but he also dabbles in MLB because, like us, he gets bored with games. Um, and that might be it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Shelfie. Shelfie is also a fun one. Um, shelf with a Y at the end. Cool. Well, appreciate so those, that. those are all good guys to follow. They, they will all teach you different type of things. Um, there's other good streamers out there, too, of course, like there is in every other game. But those are the guys I tend to like and follow so yeah um well honestly andrew i think everyone or anyone that made it this far would know where to find us uh so with that i think we can just say that's it for this week's hit of the foot fix